Welcome to the Eat Right Nutrition Podcast, where we partner with experts in the health, wellness, and nutrition field to deliver you an excellent variety of content based on real science, real facts, and real food. I'm your host, Daron. And I'm Nicole. Today, we're joined by Asia Campbell from The Give Program. What's up, Asia? What's going on? Um, thanks for having me again. Happy to be here and nice to uh, see you guys. We're happy to have you here. Uh, we love a good wholesome story. <laughs> and I think that your program is a great story. So I want to start with, tell me a little bit about yourself and what your role is with the Give program. Well, my, uh, my background is I'm currently a strength and conditioning specialist and I worked before the pandemic full-time at a high school in Queens. And I also, you know, have my own coaching business and coach in the Queens area. But before that I was a food and beverage publicist and I did that for about six years before becoming a coach. So when the pandemic hit, like many other trainers and coaches, I was out of work and um, a friend of mine hit me to the Give program and what they were doing. And once I got in touch with John, um, who is the owner, he was like, oh, you have this background in PR and marketing, you know, we could use you on the team. So I now am part of the digital marketing and social media team for the Give program. And I lead PR efforts and I also oversee our ambassador program. So you linked up with John. John hired you for uh, PR and marketing, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of things do you do? Like, what does your day-to-day look like? So my day-to-day is I basically, I schedule out and strategize all the social media. So the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter um, accounts, I oversee those and strategize and plan, schedule posts, things like that, come up with creative content do a little bit of graphic design. (laughs) Um, I also will pitch different um, outlets, digital outlets, just about what we're doing, trying to spread awareness about the gift program. Um, And, you know, basically in PR, you're pitching your clients and you're trying to get people to write about them and pick them up and spread the word. So I spend a good chunk of my time doing that. And then I oversee the ambassador program, which is something I'm really excited about because it gives other trainers the opportunity not only to get food donated to them during this time, but also recoup some of their lost income because of the shutdown. So those are the three main pockets that I work in with the Give program, but we're a pretty small team. I would say there's about eight people total on our team. So we work really closely together and we lend, you know, like we help each other out. So definitely not just me doing that, but that's pretty much my day to day. Cool. So tell me a little bit about the Give program and John and some of the things that he's been doing and how this whole thing kind of just transpired. So it was, I would even like say it's, it's almost like not, not definitely not a happy accident, but, um, you know, because of COVID and, and the shutdown on gyms, John is the owner of CrossFit Queens and FlexFit, which is a gym in New York city. He found all of his coaches now out of work, you know, like many trainers and wanted to come up with a way to help his trainers stay employed and also continue to serve the communities that they work in. So in that, 
was kind of the give program was conceived and it was based off of the idea of first taking care of our community which was the community of trainers and donating food and making sure that the people who were working to donate the food were receiving payment so that they could recoup some of their lost income and it kind of took off trainers really spread the word um, it started gaining popularity and then we started being able to service the public. So we now, uh, if you go to our website, you can buy a box of protein. It's delivered to your door contactless. It saves people trips to the grocery store. We are still donating boxes of protein to trainers via our ambassador program. We're basically fulfilling our mission, which is to help trainers and the fitness industry who are struggling during this time. But also we're able to help people within these communities that you know, maybe they can't get out, go grocery shopping, or, you know, they might be higher risk. So it's, it's not really safe for them to do that yet. So we're able to not only fulfill our mission of helping these trainers, but also help the bigger cause, which is community. And that's what it's really all about. I love One, it. I'm wondering like the thought process behind like, Hey, I own two gyms and yeah, I need to kind of, you know, gyms are shut down. My employees aren't working. And now all of a sudden I'm going to help all these trainers with food essentially. Yeah. Um, well, I so think, I have a question before yeah. you even answer that. So what's John's last name? Cause this John sounds pretty amazing, <laughs> but this is, we got to give this guy his props. Um, Jonathan Richards. And so he owns the CrossFit and this, what's the other company? Uh, FlexFit. FlexFit. Yeah. I feel like we need to say that again because anybody that has that much passion in the fitness industry to yeah. create this type of program really deserves the credit a couple times to say his name out loud. So absolutely, Jonathan Richards. Um, <laughs> maybe if we say it three times, like Beetlejuice, he'll just like, exactly oh. like um, here, there is. <laughs> but I, I think really for him, um, just working with him, like on a personal level, he's a really really passionate guy about helping people and. I think he's also cultivated very good teams at both gyms and the culture really speaks for itself. Um, so these people, you know, weren't just coaches that he was employing. Like these were the people that were servicing the community around them. And they're very important to not just those individuals, like the members of the gym, but also to him. So his thought process was like, well, I don't want to just stop with helping, you know, our goal in the beginning was to help a thousand trainers. And I think to date it's, we're at like 2,600 boxes wow. donated, you know? So really for him, it's, it's like, if I help someone, they're able to help someone else. It's a, it's yeah. a cause and effect and it's a chain. And I think that's really cool because I personally think that that's really how we should operate. Like I help you, yep. you don't have to help me back. Like you help the next person. Right. And it's that, that person. Right. It's like kind of like paying the it's idea pay of forward. paying it forward. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, he, he put together a team and they believe in it. And that's, that's really the biggest thing is like when you have a team doing anything, like they have to believe in what you're doing. Yeah. And we all believe in this mission. So, you know, obviously we're very close to it because most of us are in the fitness industry, but we believe in what, what it stands for. So when you have a team that's super passionate about what they're doing, it kind of takes yeah. on a life of its own. Yeah, I was just going to say it builds itself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this. You've got a kind of donation program thing going on. How does that work? So basically, if a customer goes online and they want to purchase a box of protein for themselves, they would go ahead, purchase it. It would be shipped to them. 
25% of that is going right back into the fitness industry. So we're a nonprofit. So none, we, we don't make a profit. We don't take any money out of it for the little bit of overhead. We make sure we take care of that. And then everything goes back into the program to fund more boxes, to help more trainers. So they're getting not only a profit share of just the general, what's basically being bought by the general public, but then also through our ambassador program, that's another avenue for us to donate back to trainers. And I think we'll probably get into that, I I guess, a little bit later, unless you want me to go into it now. Yeah, let's just go into like, how, how how does the ambassador program work? I don't know if you guys have like a vetting process for ambassadors. What goes on on that end? So for the ambassador program, we want to help as many trainers as we can, but we saw it as an opportunity to have trainers, you know, not everybody is open to receiving charity. Some people actually don't like it. Um, And we did discover that as well. Like, you know, there were plenty of trainers that were like, yes, please send me food. I need it. And then there were trainers that were like, uh, I'm okay. Like one box is good, but we're like, you're in a tough spot and it's okay to admit that. So we wanted to create a program that not only kept these trainers getting boxes of food, but also created an opportunity for them to recoup some of their lost income in the form of commission. So our ambassador program is basically, uh, our ambassadors are our sales force. And when I say that, I also want to make it clear, like if ambassadors do not sell, they're still ambassadors. So that's not actually a gateway to becoming an ambassador. You just have to be interested in the program. You have to believe in the mission. So when ambassadors apply on the site, everybody is brought in to, I guess, our quote unquote vetting process, which is just basically saying, hey, are you comfortable making you know, a post a week? Are you comfortable going through our six-week course where we give you some sales training that you can not only use to sell boxes and make some money, but you can also apply that to your own career we give you marketing support during the six-week course. So it's just basically saying, are, are you committed to just showing up? Can you show up for six weeks? And for your effort, we will give you a box of food per month, discounts on any additional you know, boxes that you'd like to purchase. So basically during those six weeks, every week the ambassadors are given an assignment. They have team leaders that they meet with. They meet with professionals in the sales field. We have um, Dr. Sean Pastuch, who's with Active Life Rx, and his whole company is built around the premise of turning coaching into a professional business, like make, make it a professional business where you're not working yourself you know, ragged. You're working as many hours a week as you want, but you're actually making a substantial income. So it's really about selling yourself and building your business the right way. So we have brought him on board to help these ambassadors not just, like I said, sell boxes, but also find ways to incorporate these sales and marketing um, strategies into their own careers to sell more training, to sell online packages, nutrition packages, anything that fits kind of the landscape of what they do. So after the six weeks, um, as long as they were, you know, rolling with us, they were on board, they didn't drop off. They are then brought into a pro ambassador program, which is a little bit less high touch they're still receiving their one box a month and you know they just don't have to do any more tra- training um but throughout this entire process we make it really really clear like we don't care if you sell 100 boxes or you sell zero just wanting to be a part of the program that is your key to ambassadorship so you know we find that with taking that kind of pressure off 
it really keeps it about what it needs to be, which is, you know, our mission and helping as many trainers as possible. You know what the great piece is that, that I am hearing is it's, it goes beyond just, Hey, we're going to provide food for you. Right. Mm-hmm. It, and, and we're going to help you out in a time of need, but the skills training piece yeah, mm-hmm. and helping to support trainers, because I think the three of us can probably talk about this being in the industry, right? Nicole, you and I have had conversations about this, that you've got trainers out there trying to make ends meet, trying to make a living and working like dogs so many hours in this industry. And it's a tough industry. If you develop the right skills, it doesn't have to be, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I totally agree. I mean, there were times where I was working... When I started coaching, I started actually in CrossFit and I was coaching and trying to learn, you know, like how to coach. And at the same time I was bartending every night. So I was like leaving my bar, closing it at like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, driving Long Island to coach and open a gym. You know, like I don't think a lot of coaches and trainers, I don't think the general public knows how hard of a hustle it is and how committed to your, your passion and your craft you have to be. Um, so a lot of us just get kind of, like you said, caught up in like trying to just make enough money to survive that you're not able to like splurge on that sales course or that marketing course, or, you know, if you don't have that background, it doesn't come naturally for many people, you know, myself included. I, I don't like sales. I like marketing, you know? Um, (laughs) and and that's something that, that's something that I've heard a lot coaching up, you know, some of the newer trainers, Mm -hmm. um, and, and nutrition coaches and things like that is, oh, well, I don't like the sales piece. Well, you're going to have to develop that skill if you want to be successful in this industry. And when you do develop those skills, you know, those skill sets are super valuable and you can be super successful in this industry, learning those things. Yeah, absolutely. It's like if you if your goal is to help as many people as possible, like learning sales and getting comfortable with that sales approach is going to help you reach that goal. And you know, you're you're off at the end of the day, we're offering something very valuable to people. So you're selling them something that they need. If as long as you your your heart is in the right place and their interests, you know, you're you're you know basically going for their best interests. You're you're giving them something that they need. So why should you feel bad about selling them that? Especially something like food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with this, with the give program. I mean, you want to give me a box of protein. I'm not going to turn that away. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and th- and that's the thing with the training industry is like, I don't, th- I don't know that I've met any trainers that do it for financial reasons. They right. do it for the love and the passion and, and they want to help people and they love exercise and they love you know, the nutrition piece and, and teaching people the things that they've learned because they see the value and the benefit of that. And they want to be able to help other people with that. So doing that is great, but developing those extra skills along the way is going to help you to reach more people. Where did Absolutely. you, I, I have a question about the name because now I'm thinking the give program, you guys aren't just giving food. You're clearly giving more than that. So how did you guys come up with the give program as the name of the program? So that was all John. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't get into his head to tell you exactly like what spawned the gift program, but it was mm-hmm. definitely based around, I do know, the just the concept of giving yeah. back. Um, so whether that be through food, 
through this type of training and support or in the future, you know, it also leaves the door open. Like maybe we'll be more than a food company, you know, giving food away. Maybe we'll be doing more. Uh, There might be other needs that pop up in the next three, six, nine months, you know, couple years, you never know. And with the times that we're in right now, especially with the pandemic, like if there's another need that pops up for the fitness industry, I'm sure he's going to try to incorporate that in some way. So yeah, so that's kind of his his feelings with the GIVE program. That's amazing. I mean, you think Daron and I have been talking so much about pivoting during this time and trying to figure out new ways to to do everything, training virtually, we've been doing nutrition virtually, all the options that you have on the table. And this is just such an amazing example of pivoting during a difficult time and really leveling up as humans. So bravo. Well the world the world changes, right? And we have to pivot. And if yeah. we don't, if we don't, we don't survive, right? Yeah. And the boxes now, I mean, they're super affordable in comparison to what you would get even grocery shopping at a regular supermarket. Yeah. Ron, did you get a box? I got a box when I was in Jersey. When, when it, I feel like you posted something. I did. I did. Um, I posted my whole uh, Whitney Houston thing. <laughs> <laughs> Opening the box. Was it I Will Always Love You protein? Yeah. Yeah. And I did like a slow-mo <laughs> opening the box. And it, it, was, it was cool. It was good. The shrimp I left out because I don't eat shrimp. But I gave that to my sister-in-law. But um, see, so you paid it forward. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you eat this. I don't want it. Uh, but it was it was good. We had some good dinners out of it. We cooked some good food. I was at the time staying at my brother's in Jersey because my family was kind of like, dude, like New York's pretty bad. Like, just come yeah. stay stay with us for a bit. So I stayed there for a month. Uh, and the grocery bill with their grocery bill with me eating there <laughs> they're like dude we're spending like 400 dollars a week like it's, it was insane um and obviously i was chipping in and helping and you know there was an opportunity i was like oh the gift program like you know let me sign on to this and i received the box and it was great yeah um but the boxes in and of, in and of themselves they're they're very affordable yeah and they're so our standard box is 99 dollars, and that includes shipping it's you know that everything is built in um, and basically you're getting over nine pounds of protein, <laughs> assorted protein, which is nice because one thing I noticed, especially earlier, I stayed in New York during the pandemic. I, <laughs> I am in Queens. And one thing that was really hard was because first we thought that there was going to be a meat shortage, right? Like we kept hearing like there's going to be a meat shortage, all this stuff. I would send my partner out to the grocery store. He got nominated to go to the grocery store and, you know, there was nothing. And what was left was really not what we would usually buy. Like it wasn't very good quality food, but we were like, well, we better get it because, you know, he's, he's an athlete and coach and I'm a coach. So I was like, just get whatever, get whatever you can. So we had our freezer full of like like we ate chopped meat for so many days in a row <laughs> that I thought I was going to explode. And like, I'm not even kidding. Like I was like, I'm so thankful. I'm so, so thankful that we have food, you know, yeah. like bottom line, but I really would love a piece of salmon right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so for $99 in our original box, you get an assortment of chicken breast, ground beef, strip steaks. You get two strip steaks, two um, Atlantic salmon fillets, and then the shrimp, which the shrimp is actually my favorite part. 
because <laughs> I never buy shrimp. So it was kind of like a treat, you know, like a little surf and turf. But it was when I got my first box before I worked at the gift program, I was like, holy crap, this is a lot of food. And it took us a while to get through it. You know, I was like, wow, now I really, I can see, you know, why so many trainers are talking about this. But it was, you know, shipped to my door. I didn't have to go out. So it eliminated that risk because at the time in New York, like you were saying, Daron, especially in Queens, like the numbers were, it was, it was scary. It was really, really scary. So it saved us trips going to the grocery store. It was affordable and it was accessible. Where that's a, other, that, so ahead, that's sorry. the thing too, like the grocery store piece, like a lot of people in the beginning of this were scared to go to the, to leave their house. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you to go, your point, there wasn't a lot of quality food. I mean, no, that's the true. shelves. The shelves were empty. You couldn't, get, empty. To, you couldn't get toilet paper and protein. Um, other people worried about toilet paper the fitness industry we we worried about about protein protein. (laughs) right so let me ask you speaking of protein like why why did you guys decide protein why not a box of Vegetables. vegetables or anything else so one thing i i noticed and i'm sure you know when they were thinking of this obviously it's it's for fitness minded individuals so you want to maintain muscle mass, you're going to have to make sure your protein intake is adequate. Um, you know, you want to lose body fat, you want to make sure you're getting enough protein. Produce was kind of unaffected, at least in my area. Like that seemed to be the only thing that people were not buying. Yeah. Okay, like nobody was buying fresh vegetables. <laughs> who needs, <laughs> you know? who needs so vegetables true. anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the idea around protein was more because A, we need it. Um, you know, for the reasons I mentioned before, but B, because it was so difficult to find quality yeah. um, protein. And I know I even went on a couple of different meal delivery sites, like, mm-hmm. like pro, you know, like meat box sites for lack of a better word. And I was waitlisted on all of them. I couldn't get onto any, any like subscription service. Yeah. I'm so sure. that I think was everybody everybody was like, Oh, I need meat. I need steak. I need chicken, you know? And so (laughs) having the array, uh, in the original box of like all these different things, I think was also good because like, let's be real. Nobody wants to eat chicken breast every single day. Yeah. There are people that do it, but like, (laughs) I, I, I'm not one of them. I don't want to. (laughs) And you you need that variety, right? Even from a standpoint of like staying on track with your meals and stuff, like you always need variety of different recipes and different, you know, types of meat, different cuts of beef, things like that. So you now you guys are providing some recipes too, as well at this point. Yeah. So, um, we do have someone in house that develops recipes for us and she has a, you know, obviously a food background. Um, so it's, it's really nice because, on our Instagram page and soon on our website, we'll be, you know, sharing, well, we already share recipes on our Instagram page, but we will have like a recipe tab. We'll be doing recipe cards, things like that. Just because when you get two pounds of beef, it's like, all right, well, how many tacos can you make? You know, it's like, well, you can do stuffed peppers. You could do tacos. You could do a bolognese sauce. You can, you know, it's giving people those ideas and that kind of um, inspiration to like, you have two pounds of beef. Here are all the things that you can make with it. You have five pounds of chicken. Here are all the things that you can prep ahead or maybe things that you may not have tried. And we all have extra time on our hands. And I think besides making sourdough bread, you know, people can try some different recipes. 
I was yeah. gonna say that piece too is like you have the time now to experiment and try new recipes and perfect them like before you know you end up going back to work and stuff so yeah you know why not utilize yeah. that time to learn to refine your cooking skills yeah and yeah. I love cooking and one of the things you know that I always like kind of felt bad about before the pandemic was like I love to cook and I never felt like I, by the time I got home from coaching I was so tired yes. like it was like I would either make the laziest thing, like it was just like grilled <laughs> chicken and rice. But now I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to make like a taco a casserole. I'm going to do this. And it, it's added a lot of like fun back into the, to the kitchen. <laughs> well, it's the point that you bring up on that. Like a lot of people struggle with the, uh, I don't have time to cook, right? And yeah. when you cook frequently, at least this is what I see for myself, Nicole, maybe you can attest to it too. Asia, maybe you can attest to it. When you cook more frequently, it, you narrow it down from like, it takes you 45 yeah. minutes to cook something to I can whip minutes. up the same recipe in like 15, 20 minutes. And you, cooking is a skill and meal yeah. prepping is a skill and you mm -hmm. develop it over a period of time and you get better at it. And then it becomes no longer a barrier or an obstacle in your way. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I agree a hundred percent. So you have, well, I'll ask you this because you were talking, or, well, you talked about the protein box, but I know you guys are coming up with some other options in terms of variety of boxes. So can you talk a little yeah. bit more about that? I am super excited about our new boxes. When are they coming so out? This month. So okay. like they're, they're in the sampling phase. So oh, cool. like we're really close. Um, we just want to make sure we get everything as close to right as we can. And um, so we're coming out with a, I'll tell you the box and I'll tell you like, break down like what's in each box. So we're going to have our seasonal box, which is going to be a grill box. And that's going to have chicken breasts, um, strip steak, turkey burger patties, chicken sausage, tuna steaks, and chicken thighs. We're going to have a land and sea box, which is going to be poultry and fish. So that's going to have chicken breasts, ground turkey, salmon fillets, and uh, shrimp. So Daron, you may need to switch out the shrimp for something else. That's okay. We got you. You guys have that option. I can swap yes. something out. Yeah. If, like if you have, you know, dietary restrictions or allergies, you can, um, you know, you can mark that on the website and somebody will get contact you and make sure that we, we take care of that. I know some people are allergic to shellfish too. So yeah, I was just going to say that about mm -hmm. the seafood, but that's and then awesome. We, and then we have our poultry box, which has chicken breast, ch uh, ground turkey, chicken thighs, ground chicken, chicken sausage. We have our plant box, which is probably one that even though I'm not a vegetarian or vegan, I know that there are so many people that feel underrepresented. And so we're going to have uh, tofu, quinoa, edamame, black beans, brown rice, and broccoli and cauliflower in that one. That's and so incredible. I think I'm, I'm jealous. Us I'm in Boston, know, but us Boston so peeps. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> delivery is, is, uh, delivery is tough, especially when you're shipping food Yeah, and you want to make sure everything gets there you know, the way it's intended because food is such a personal thing. Yeah. So you don't, you don't want to mess it it's up. All right. I'll be patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'll We're be patient. When it. you start the Boston, when you start the Boston uh, location, then we will, we will let, you know, we'll, we'll <laughs> just send you a box. You'll just wake up one day and you'll have a text <laughs> and a box on your doorstep. It's something that I think is, is interesting too, is why other states, I mean, let's be honest, why isn't mm -hmm. everybody doing this? I don't know. I hope that you know, they don't so that maybe. we can just expand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like, I'm kind of like, well, 
why are we like the, you know, I, I guess you can say like there are other brands that have legs in different, you know, regions, mm-hmm. but a nonprofit meal delivery company, I don't, I think we're the only one. I feel like you guys are. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying, we're trying really hard to expand on our delivery scope. Right now we serve, uh, you know, New York, five boroughs, Long Island, New, uh, New Jersey, most of Connecticut, and then uh, upstate south of Albany. And I don't think I left anything out, but we're, you know, we're trying to find different ways. And like what gets really tricky with delivery is you know how much it costs to like overnight something. It's like now you're overnight overnighting nine pounds of frozen protein that can't, yeah. you know, that needs to stay a certain temperature right. to maintain quality control and you stand to actually like lose a lot of money if you don't get it right. And we've experienced that a little bit firsthand. So it's, it's been like, okay, you know, just like with everything you pivot, you learn, you're like, all right, that didn't work. We did try, we did try Boston and the meat wasn't arriving the way it was supposed to. So we are like, all right, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to make this better. We got to turn it around and we'll keep trying and finding different ways. So that is something we're working on and hoping to roll out very soon. Cool. That optimism always triumphs. Like you just find a way you want it to work. You're going to figure it out. It's just, it's going to work. And it's just a matter of trying different keys until it does. That's it. You know, you you bring up one thing. You brought this up a little bit earlier with the uh, vegans and uh, vegetarians. And I have some vegan and vegetarian clients, right? Um, I'm not a vegan or vegetarian. I, I don't impose, I never impose what I do on clients because my job as a coach is to optimize your current plan, whatever they may, may be based on, you know, your beliefs and what you want to do. Right. Um, but I, what I've heard from these clients and what I've seen is there's not a lot out there for them from a protein standpoint and they struggle with that a lot. And mm-hmm. it's even where you've got things like impossible burger, beyond burger, like you've got products like that. And the, from a protein standpoint, okay, but there are other aspects of those types of things that I'm like, uh, well, these companies could have done it better. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad that you guys are tapping into that market and providing for those people because there is a need and I think it's larger than a lot of companies and I think they don't understand how big of a need there is in that segment of the industry and there's definitely tons and tons of area of opportunity for somebody to provide for that demographic of people. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And I think that they, you know, vegans, vegetarians, people who are plant-based get overlooked and it's, you know, I work with, you know, some, some athletes who are plant-based and, you know, it's really tough to get protein, adequate protein. So like one of the things that was important, especially to me, I, I helped curate the plant box, you know, along with the rest of the team is like, we don't want to just put like a impossible burger in there or, you know, not that they're not good, but you can get those at the store. Like the idea behind the plant box is also like the tofu, the edamame, the quinoa, like those are all complete proteins. And then when you take the black beans and you mix it with the brown rice, you're making another complete protein. So it gives people the option of either you can add an impossible burger to your meal, you know, um, but really just keeping them raw ingredients that you can really get the most out of because it's you're whole not, foods, right? Yeah, it's whole foods. You're, you're, you can make whatever you want. You're not limited. Like for instance, like I have a lot of allergies. So actually the plant box, I can't even eat most of what's in the plant box, <laughs> but 
you know, so I, I, I was like, you know, I'd rather keep it very, like you said, whole foods, you know, and that's, that's what every other box is. You're getting, you're getting cuts of meat poultry, and, and seafood. But yeah, so I, I'm glad that we able, we were able to cultivate and curate a box for people, you know, that very often feel kind of left out. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> no, that's part of the community, right? Is keeping exactly. everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the fitness industry in its entirety. Yeah. Great. So you've got upcoming boxes. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for your growth and to watch you guys grow and expand and have a further reach. I think it's a tremendous job that you guys are doing. I think it's excellent. It's commendable. Yep. I want to talk a little bit about sourcing. So I'm big on quality. What do you have going on? Like, what what do you guys figure out in terms of that? What do you have going on on that end? So in terms of sourcing, we work um, with our partners and our distributors. And right now our goal is to keep the quality high and the price affordable. Um, so we set basically a standard across the board. We want our meats, fish, our you know poultry to be antibiotic free. Beef and the steak is USDA choice. Um, as far as the seafood, it's all thoughtfully sourced from both the Atlantic and the Pacific. But we will also communicate to our partners and our distributors, like if there's an opportunity to bring it a step up and it doesn't affect you know, the bottom line um, so much, we want to always be looking to improve the quality. So I would say across the board, like if you're familiar with Whole Foods, our quality of our meat and poultry would be about equivalent to a step two. Um, okay. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not we're not just grabbing whatever we can get. Like we have our standards, but we are always looking to make those better. And I think most companies should do that. Like that's the point. Like if you can maintain everything else, but deliver a better product, that's the goal. And, you know, especially within the fitness community, it's, it's an important one because if people are going out of their way to buy boxes of food, especially if they're fitness minded, they want to know, you know, what they're putting into their bodies. So, um, you know, that's something that's important to me and something that we're always going to be evolving as much as we can to get the highest standards. And I think as you guys grow, I foresee that getting even better and better over time because as you grow, more people get involved, right? And you're, yeah. And, and your demand is going to be higher. You're going to be ordering more meat. You're going to be spending more money with these companies. And, uh, you know, I don't know how, how it works. I mean, you come from food and beverage, so, yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't know how it works in terms of you buy more, you pay less, right? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, you buy more, you pay less, but also, you know, like to your point, the bigger you get, the bigger of a name you have there, are, you know, there are farms that want to work with you there. Right. It opens a door to other opportunities. And personally for me, like there are a lot of great farms in the Northeast region, you know, and especially if we're expanding, I mean, I'm like really seeing into the future with this, but if we expand, you know, it also offers other opportunities for different regions. So you're absolutely right. As we continue to grow, like different doors will open that are all going to be quality evolving doors. Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's nice. But we, we found it important to make sure that we set that baseline standard of like, we want always to hit this mark, if not higher, just because if somebody wants to go eat crap, they can go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. So shout out to the give program. Yeah. Doing an incredible job in the community. And I wish you guys 
all the best because I want this to, I want this thing to grow and evolve. And I want, you know, I foresee it helping a ton of people, more people than you guys are helping right now. Yeah. Um, you guys are doing an excellent thing. You guys are doing an excellent job. Shout out to John for starting this thing yeah. and <laughs> yeah. rolling because I'm sure Absolutely. it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't easy. And no. you have to make quick decisions and you make mistakes and you have to jump over all those hurdles. Yeah. And it's a real great thing that you guys have going and, and that has been put together. Thank yeah. you. And just one thing I wanted to mention that I actually should have mentioned earlier is um, on top of our ambassador program, we're actually in the midst of launching, launching our gym affiliate program, Ooh. which is basically like our ambassador program, but open to gyms in the area to sign up for. So they would basically get a commission off of boxes sold to their own communities uh, and be able to recoup, you know, whether it's money that they lost that they can use towards paying rent sanitizing, any, any, anything, <laughs> yeah. you know, so um, be on the lookout for that. We're definitely going to be promoting it on our social media. What's and your then, social media? Let's go. So your yeah. social media lot. Um, at the give program on Instagram and on Twitter. And then on Facebook, we're at the give program FB. Um, and then our website is www.thegiveprogram.org. Excellent. So the give program, T-H-E. G-I-V-E. Yes. Program. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. So, I yes. just want to all our listeners, know. get on Instagram, um, start following, follow them on Facebook and give them some support. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the gym thing. Listen, I, I know a uh, ton of people that own their own spaces and yeah. it's really, especially in New York, mm. it hasn't opened yet. It's, it's really a struggle. They're losing a ton of money. They're losing their livelihoods. So yeah. anything we can do to help uh, you know, I think this is a crucial time where we all get together yeah, as human beings and help one another out. And I think the Give program is doing an incredible job doing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. So if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, click subscribe, give us five stars, comment, and you'll hear from us next week. Bye.